0: Grand Moff Tarkin, I am honored by your visit.
1: Welcome to Grand Moff Tarkin, delicately curated, long-form discussion of the internationally beloved Star Wars saga, tailored to the modern fanatic, brought to you lovingly in weekly increments by the loquacious yet soothing voices of your host, Riley... Hello, Jasmine. Hey, Jake. That's me and Isaac. So now that we're cutting into the real part of the show, all that was cut out. I'm mm-hmm. assuming.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That, thanks to Ashley for the intro. <laughs>
2: um,
1: g- what are we doing way, here, guys? Yeah, yeah. That
3: episode oh. that I'm editing today is the first one where we're like, thanks, Ashley.
1: <laughs> Good. That's amazing. great. Should we? Reset I don't plan on story. stopping that bit anytime
2: soon. We should reset that story because this episode's coming out before that one. Oh! Because <laughs> this is coming out tomorrow, I think, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I
1: guess Jasmine can explain this better than anybody. Jasmine, explain this better than anybody. And then you'll hear it again next
3: For week. For a second time. Okay. Um, I did not get Ashley to read our sh- thing that's it the plan was no, no i was going to meet ashley at a book signing and all three guys wanted me to get her to read the show intro mm-hmm. so we could have it mm-hmm. and i chickened out because mm-hmm. i was meeting a personal hero so i'm a horrible podcast. haven't you met her before no no oh, i thought you had that was the first time
2: okay. yeah that's that's fair i mean it's fair but also i'm furious
0: oh Various, very Fair unbalanced. <laughs> As all things shouldn't be.
1: What? And th- it's funny that the chemistry is terrible because it's we funny. are here. It is really funny. And we're here because we recorded about Solo. What was this, two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. When two, it came two out. Two weeks. Two weeks ago. <laughs> Riley just hit puberty. Thank you. One minute ago. Hit puberty with a big old stick. We're here <laughs> to talk about Solo. We recorded our, like, First impressions of solo. We had all seen it but one time well Isaac had seen it twice.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But that was the outlier. Two time Isaac. Two time Isaac. <laughs> Two take Jake. Four time Rob. Rob. He's like seven Shout time out. Rob at this point. He He's... in fact emailed us. We should probably Did he read email it. Us Ooh. Ooh. His thoughts about Solo. Oh. Let's take a detour in email oh, I town. The email. Chugga, 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 chugga. So to clarify, <laughs> our plan here is now we have all seen solo multiple times, mm-hmm. and perhaps our overwhelmingly negative opinions will have changed.
0: <laughs> Uh, it did feel pretty rough didn't it it felt listening rough. back to that did not feel good it felt Roku, uh gave us the appraisal of we had of like basically a potpourri of opinions which i found <laughs> that was that, an optimistic that, appraisal. Was,
2: gen, that was generous because that much, was generous like generous <laughs> that was generous so that was <laughs> yes <laughs> that, generoso. Was, that was generous because <laughs> wordplay one of us was way too in love with it and three of us were way too in hate with it even in though jake said he did it i
0: thought I felt no, in platonic it. with it. Yeah, That's true. You were platonic. W- you friend zoned it, which isn't a thing.
2: <laughs> it's not a thing.
1: <laughs> so we are going to give our updated opinions on the movie, and most importantly, we're in person, so it won't sound bad. There won't be trucks driving by and rainstorms, and our chemistry will be good. Starting now. <laughs> starting uh, now. Uh, but yeah, we funny. did get some listener emails, so we do have to open up uh, our cabinet full of oh. combs and, and gels and hairsprays and I'm gonna I don't know why we did that, <laughs> but I liked it. So, um, I, you know what? Somebody else should read this. Um, Here,
3: I'll read it. I always read Rob's emails. That's, That's right. True. Okay,
2: you are a Rob head. official.
3: Oh what? <laughs> Alrighty. What? Time All the jokes Rob just is came flooding
2: now? like a. You know,
1: I think he memory. might have signed it off with the time? He of did. Rob he
3: does head. say seventh time Seven
1: Rob. Seventh time Rob. But know
3: the th there. Seventh.
2: Seventh oh, time Rob. Seventh
1: yep. time Rob. That's how we have to say it. Yep. And uh, if you're a new listener, it's because uh, he. Only he, emails us. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> only
1: he emails us. Only he emails only us. Him. I like to combine words to save yeah. time and then explain it to waste it.
3: Yes. Good. Alright. So Rob says Guys Make this a dramatic says, reading. I saw Solo a Star Wars story last night. I thought the movie was very well made based on the fact that the production was not as smooth as the studio would hope. After having to reshoot like eighty percent of the movie or whatever it was, I thought it turned out amazing alden was a great han solo and everything else or everyone else was a perfect fit for their characters as well after talking to my wife about it on the way home we pin my (laughs) wife (laughs) 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 on the way home we pinpointed what we thought didn't feel right about this film the writing when Mm. has han solo ever loved anyone but himself and the falcon i always thought that he was a hardened smuggler until he met leia the movie didn't really set up how he is portrayed in A New Hope. That was pretty much the only thing that I had a problem with. Everything else was great. The castle run, Lando calling him Han instead of Han, Han saving Chewie, I could go on, but I would end up going over every detail of the movie. But one thing that had my jaw on the floor was Darth freaking Maul. Mm. Holy crap. You guys, that was the beat. Beat part of the freaking movie. Uh, Kaibo. It's <laughs> the
2: beat part.
1: <laughs>
3: the beat part.
2: So, how dare you call Rob out like that? <laughs> <laughs>
1: wow. I After can't... seven times, you think we, we give him a pass. But... There you
3: go. <laughs> I can't believe that they had the idea to put him in the movie. I can't wait to see what they do with it. Okay, well, I have your newest episode downloaded and I'll be listening to it tomorrow on my way to work. I hope you all have a nice week and may the force be with you. Seventh time, Rob. Seventh time. Rob. Mm,
1: I think I emailed him saying, well, you might not. Want emails ever again after you hear the episode, but <laughs> <laughs> um, but that was super cool of him to to email us and give us his thoughts. That really lines up a lot with what we were saying, and that leads into
2: our discussion for I, today. I just want to talk about one thing real quick, and maybe this will lead to a discussion more about Kira. Please. So,
3: <laughs> I I was gonna give an apology first. Oh, oh okay. We you know, do yeah, have to we open have, up. Do uh, yeah. well, Actually, we got to do the apology corner. we have to open up a little
2: corner.
0: We
1: uh, it, it's kind of weird because we have to open up Jake's apology corner, but you have to like find your way in there.
3: Yeah, are you okay. seeing an apology
0: corner? <laughs> I don't know. I have to find it, I, but whatever. I mean, have we have moved we have to the corner. I think it's in one the corner spot. has a I stupid Rodian. One corner has Jake's apologies. Mm-hmm. So Jasmine's apology corner will take up three quarters of the corners in our pod I mean, grooming kitchen. <laughs> and eventually, we'll figure corner, out what that fourth corner is for. There
3: you go. I've never. Ah, uh, yes. Tune need next corner. week to find out. All right. All right. I must apologize to this movie. I. Please, please I saw music. it the second time. Oh, Violin what, what music? music?
0: I don't know. <laughs> Were you diseased while you All watched it the second time?
3: <laughs> I saw it a second time and I was way too mean to this movie than I should have been. There's still a few little things that I just don't super love, but like overall I enjoyed it a whole lot more and we'll get more into it. But yeah, let's go into this episode thinking about how Jasmine isn't
1: a meaty all the time. <laughs> uh, done. I will say you kind of had nowhere to go but up because there was exactly. very <laughs> few things that you liked. That yeah. is true. Um, well, this is good. So let's jump into our discussion. Which mm-hmm. now we have seen the movie a few times uh, between all of us. How many times we've we seen it? Because I've seen it twice. I've twice. seen it twice. And you've seen it three times. Right. Yeah. So two, four, six, I'm gonna nine. It. I'm going to see it one more. But how I much haven't money done it have we yet. given Disney? I know. <laughs> I need math. to find a way to yes. see it again. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> kind of it's
2: gone. hard to be like, "It's one's going to be gone quicker than." Hey, Last honey, want to go see that movie that you really didn't like
0: <laughs> for a third time? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, how many times have we seen new Star Wars movies? How many, much money have we given Disney just oh, on movie I tickets? Figured- I saw Last
2: Jedi four times
1: in I theaters. It three, I think. I think I saw it. Five times in the, four Ooh. or five times in the theater, I definitely saw Force Awakens seven times in the theaters. I don't know how wow. many times I saw it, but it wasn't seven. I've bought 20 movie tickets for Star
0: Wars movies since Disney has I think acquired I only a lot saw. I saw
1: Rogue One like two and a half
0: times in the theater. I forgot about Rogue One, I saw yeah. it three times. I think yeah, I saw six, four, I I saw it twice. seven, and three. I'm probably done with solo in the theaters, yeah. Three, yeah. unless someone really wants to, and I have a free day, I really want to. <laughs> I yeah. want to as well. <laughs> you didn't say
1: you I know, know like when Force Awakens came out when Force Awakens come, come out. out on Blu-ray as is the n- nomenclature on our show. Mm-hmm. True. That, homie. I watched it <laughs> like every night for a what like is a this while. Disney nomenclature?
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. Most enjoyable that joke. Um yeah, I think I watched The Force Awakens like every night for a while. Like I would just like Pop it on, pour a glass of bourbon, and be like, I'm just going to have the Force wagons going on during yeah, my why evenings. Not? The Last Jedi has not been like that, but no. I got married like right after it came out, so it was like...
2: La- Last Jedi you know, is like, less on. more of a popcorn flick. Than it's a cheesecake. cheesecake movie. I did pop a-
1: it in the other day, though, mm-hmm. and I guess this can leave, a, or it can leave us, or it can lead us, we'll find out, mm-hmm. uh, to our conversation about Solo, which was, uh, this was the first time I watched Last Jedi since Solo come out, and... It was really profound seeing Chewbacca at this time, like having his little journey in Solo in my head, having all now all of this history of Chewbacca, seeing him alone, like when he burst in through Luke's door, I forgot that was his introduction to the movie, which is fantastic. Great. So yeah. good. Luke saying, where is Han? Mm. Felt more impactful. And particularly the scene where he's just Chewie's
2: just sitting by himself at the fire with a couple of porgs. Because he's sitting by the fire with Han, like the first time they yes, met. They're sitting yes, yes, it fire. was like it was like they planned it. Yeah, mm. oh, it was good. Yeah, that's oh, that's sad. So, how has
1: um, because Isaac, you were kind of <laughs> in platonic with the movie. <laughs> so, where are you
0: at now with with Solo? Um, I like it more. It's still like the bottom Star Wars movie for me, but I mean, it's probably never gonna raise beyond that. I I know what it is, and I. It it still is kind of what I expect in the first place. It's I appreciate it more now and like just kind of seeing how it it ties in with itself. It is I keep hearing the term summer movie over and over, which it is, but there's depth to it. It's not it's definitely more than a Transformers or whatever the new Jurassic Park movie is going to be in terms of depth. And it's going to be it's still a little bit marvely. Maybe we'll talk about that some other time. But Bobby Roberts just flipped out of his chair leave it in i want twitter beef with people to get more listeners but yeah i think the first the first couple times i saw solo i'd give it like a seven and a half and i'd probably bump it up to like an eight or an eight and a half that's kind of where i'm at it's it's inching up it's still like it's it's like the perfect expansion pack i'm gonna use the term again Mm -hmm. there's lots of little nuggets and it gives me the parts of star wars that i really like in terms of like the weird stuff and i like going through the visual guide all the different scenes that we get like You have, like, your Cantina-like scenes, your Jabba's Palace-like scenes on Corellia and on Dryden Voss's ship, where you get a bunch of different aliens, even, like, Enfys Nest's game. Like, you have a lot of new characters, and, like, I'm a sucker for, like, the one-paragraph blurbs on these, like, total randos. Oh, absolutely, yeah. (laughs) Can I share my favorite now from the visual guide? Why not? I thought we were gonna sure. get into it later, but we don't have a structure on Grand Moff Absolutely. That's ab- a fruitly. <laughs> I'll tell you because Qu-quick trying to make fruit happen. Are you <laughs> talking about fruit I'm trying to make today? Fruit happen. Uh, his uh, this is Luleo Primok. This is, sure is uh, the baritone from Dryden Voss's ship. The head in a jar. Yes. Oh, oh man. And Which is th-
2: different in the soundtrack. Have you noticed that the yep. soundtrack
1: yeah. has a Big high bummer. pitch?
2: It's a real bummer.
1: They must have, like, changed it and posed, like, hey, yeah. wouldn't this be funnier if this guy? That would, was and it was funnier. <laughs> that was my
0: first laugh-out-loud laugh moment in the movie, when have you? <laughs> Same. Yeah, that was delightful. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so this is a little blurb on Luleo Primok. It says, first impressions of this tiny Galusian might not suggest a recording legend, but Luleo Primok was a chart-topping singer in the years before the Clone Wars. He also starred in a series of old Hollow movies while wearing a dashing humanoid exosuit now past his prime, the Leo is still favored by retro collectors and enthusiasts. So the Leo is a member of the Rat Pack who now <laughs> is like on yachts That's performing. That's incredible. Isn't I it? dig that so hard. Hey, quick That's question. Incredible. Is
1: Eamon Grimm, is that a Lasat? the like cat in a helmet no, series or one of the guys
0: are high high low bonds? That's their species. Excuse Hi. you? Whoa, I I Google search them and there's no other pictures besides like a few pictures of Dryden Voss, So they haven't been Hi anything whoa. else. A Bond story. I don't know. <laughs> so
1: <laughs> that's yep. That's what happened. That's really great though. I. That's awesome. Like you said.
0: That's Those the kind of thing are, I like in my Star Wars. I Those love are fun
2: weird music things in Star Wars. You get that in Kotor. There's this band that you can get like the backstory. Do you remember that band? You have to solve a puzzle on oh, Terrace. Yeah. By like oh, reading the
3: biography of
2: this band. Oh, that's great.
3: It's so, like, great. <laughs> no, no,
1: I was serious, but it sounded in disingenuous. I'm sorry. Wait,
3: like, I, th- I actually have like a note that I keep on my phone that's like the. Which order? which you order do you, do it you it go in? in? Now I want to look at their names because. I love it's, music. It's really funny. Music hold, on, hold on, hold on. It's the Twisted, the twisted Rancor trio. The Twisted Rancor their trio. Names, that's good. Yeah. That's a good they've got name. people like. The Uja, Uji, Loopa photo <laughs>
2: photo i remember photo
3: photo
2: like anyway. photography photography uh,
1: this a
3: photo <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow 90s kids only 90s but, kids
0: that's well, why is that a,
1: you a 2000 song yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely anyway. kids
0: need not apply
1: <laughs> okay so that was your updated opinion yes um now uh, twenty minutes on the clock for Riley. Has your opinion changed at all? Um, slightly. Okay.
2: I I've only seen it twice now. I want to see it one more time. I enjoyed it way more the second time. I had so and you much, enjoyed and, it a lot. And I loved it the first time, but the second time I was able to pay attention more to little details and not worry about what's going to happen. I always seem to enjoy the second watch more. Like the yeah. first watch is always fun, but you can really get a lot more out of the second one. So yeah, I had a lot of fun, and I disagreed more with you guys on some points. I really thought Woody Harrelson was great the second time. The first time, I was maybe with you guys that I didn't think he. But the second time, he seemed into it. I don't know. I I enjoyed Woody a lot. Do you think they updated his performance? I think yeah, they fixed it. in Reactions uh, double post, <laughs> but <laughs> double post. <laughs> that's after you. It's my favorite it. play in football: <laughs> the double post.
0: Um, Showing your butt. Show your butt. There. <laughs> I don't know why it's my phrase this past week. I've been saying show your butt a lot. What does it mean? What's why the point saying of saying it? I think it, it, it means like showing like what you like, what your knowledge actually is of a situation or what your stance is. I don't know. Like, like show your, your math? Show your cards? Like show your math? Show your work? I don't know if someone like <laughs> tweets
1: something. I Someone... love
2: how you don't know at all while you're saying
0: it. I guess if you tweet something racially charged and you previously weren't known as a racist, you might be showing your butt a little. Oh,
1: <laughs> as a racist, showing your true colors okay. is showing your butt. So cause... I could have just
0: explained that showing your true colors minus true colors plus butt. Everyone's true colors are you're on their the butt. Same.
1: That's true. I mean, you know, it's it's where you tan, their butt. it's where you
0: tan the least. So actually, your true color is your butt. That is true. Whoa, that is true. We're cracking
2: the code on Grandmaf
0: talking. But cracking Isaac's guys. code. <laughs>
2: So anyway, yep. <laughs> I liked Solo a lot more the second time. Um, I think my favorite thing out of a second watch was Kira. Oddly enough, I really enjoyed Kira the second time. I thought Amelia um, Clark is great in the role. Um, that leads into a little bit. I just want to talk about uh, Rob's seventh time. Seventh time, Rob's <laughs> point about Han not really caring about anybody until he met Leia. I would disagree. I think that in A New Hope, it is very clear that he is just, he's still, he's been in this life for 10 years at this point, and he's still putting on a front about who he is, because he's acting, he's like, he's sitting back, and he's like all cool and calm when he's talking with Obi-Wan and Luke, and as soon as Obi-Wan and Luke get up, he's, um... He's, like, he's, ch- like, a he's, like, he, he's like a little kid again. Like he's like a little kid. He's like, "Chewy, this is really going to save yeah. our skin. We need that money. Blah, 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 So like immediately he's just like that Han again. That he kind of does
0: like a guy like in front of a hot girl and he like she <laughs> walks away in <and> his <laughs> stomach just like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, like.
2: And then he does it again about five minutes later with with Greedo. As soon as Greedo comes up, he's acting all tough again and he shoots Greedo and he walks out like he's the big man on campus. You know, and he's like, sorry, flips the coin. But he's still he's still that guy who is excited that he was about to make 17,000 credits. Because he's in so much trouble. So um, I think that it it makes sense that Han has is always putting on that front and that he was always an open guy despite acting like he's not. I don't think I have anything else to say in my 20 minutes. That, that you <laughs> I mean, just in me.
0: response to that too. I do because that was – I think I've heard the Kasdans talk about like their point in making this movie was to show like Han – like how he was earnest, like how like life kinda of beat him down or in in his truest form, he really is like a earnest person. He's the good guy, as Kira calls him. And also it's really cool when you look at the timeline. At the beginning of the visual guide, I would recommend the visual guide. It's like twelve fifty on Amazon. Go ahead and buy it. It's nice and thick. You'll like it. Mm-hmm. Colorful pages.
2: Wow. And hey I love colors.
0: <laughs> There's a timeline at the beginning that kinda of lays out that when we meet Han at the beginning of the movie, he's 19 years old. And so I thought that was a neat touch, because like all of our main heroes in Star Wars, we meet them all when they're 19, like Luke, That's Leia, Rey, yeah, all of them. And now we get That's to meet cool. Han when he's 19. That struck something else in my mind that I forgot my to mind. mention. In my, in my mind.
2: I am, I am that fan who is oh. annoyed... That Han doesn't shoot first. I know it's it's like circled back around, and now if you're someone I who, too. who it, now if you're someone who thinks that Han shooting first should be the real way, then you're the idiot. But I I liked the idea of Han being the one to shoot first. But this movie made me kind of okay with Greedo shooting first. I still think it's better that Han shot first, but I think th- this movie shows that from the beginning Han has always been. A good person, and I kind of like that. I don't need Han to be evil, I don't need Han to be a bad guy. He can still be the scoundrel with the heart of gold, but maybe he's a heart of gold with the scoundrel. Good. But, good, you know, that <laughs> makes total sense. I 100% understand. What you're uh, to. so I, I don't know, it, that made me dislike the changes in the special edition a little bit less. I still prefer it the other way, but I, you know, what
0: Brian Young loves the Jabba scene now in A New Hope, and he didn't before. Uh, um, Job machine is still
1: pretty stupid. I, it's bad. I was gonna say, and and one should never do this, but I happened happens uh, to see the top voted comment on an article about Disney's Star Wars that like Variety wrote, like oh, no. you know. Disney's got a Star Wars problem or something like that. Does Disney have and that's Star a Star Wars thing. problem? And they added the, the best tagline, that's a good thing, of course. <laughs> have you seen that, by the uh, way? The
0: Force was not with Solo, a Star Wars story this weekend
1: <laughs> at the box office. <laughs> Even though it made a gajillion dollars, it didn't make enough gajillion dollars. I do a Google search sometime. <laughs> Google. On, on Bing. Do a something <laughs> search.
0: <laughs> the term do a
1: Google, I find it funny. <laughs> You've always said do a Google search? <laughs> do a Google. <laughs> I didn't say do a Google. I said do a Google search. Search
3: <laughs> Google on Bing, click on that link, and then search through Google. Right. <laughs> I have
1: link, Yahoo, backslash green Thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Good. The, like on the news section, search for the phrase, and that's a good thing. It's a headline that is used constantly. It's amazing. It's something, 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 and that's a good thing. And that's a good thing. Yes. And it's actually a bad thing. It's a bad thing. But it's, it was one of those kinds of articles. And the top voted comment was something like, you know, good. I'm glad it's failing because this movie is like, we don't need to see Han like this. If you're going to show Han's backstory, show him as like a hardened racist in the Imperial Army <laughs> who, you know, is terrible and an awful person. And,
2: and it was just this awful comment and everyone's like yeah thankfully han never gets over the racism like he's still racist in later movies yeah I, but you know there's...
1: i don't know i
2: people mm. i have so many thoughts but basically give
1: us your top five there's a i'll give you my top i'll, I'll try to articulate the one thought that i actually have
0: which is <laughs> the Jake crack <Crouch> story yeah <laughs> <laughs> That tickled me. I needed.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad Isaac could tickle you like that. (laughs) Now there, I I feel, is an incapability for fans to watch a movie and analyze what the movie was trying to do and how well it did it versus their own expectations. Like I was thinking about this in terms of Lost because I always hear people say like they didn't solve enough mysteries on the show and they did but people didn't then people didn't like the answers cuz they're like well I thought it was going to be this and that would have been cooler than what they did and I think it's really similar with Star Wars and Lost I'm I'm kind of realizing as I do research about it it uh, really infected all of fandom everywhere everybody treats everything like it is lost like it has to be analyzed and are we, we because all of that?
0: lost now because of lost Tune in tonight
1: at 10 and that's a good thing <laughs> and I think that that is how people approach Star Wars now. Is like, let's freeze frame everything and examine it for details and theorize. And now people have this movie in their head when they go in. And if the movie isn't that, then it's terrible. I don't think that I'm guilty of that. Like, my reasons for not liking Solo so much weren't associated with my expectations of it. But I do see that a lot, and it bums me out. It was the same thing with The Last Jedi. Every complaint is, it shouldn't have been this because... That's
2: not yes. what I wanted it to be. No, I was just about to say that YouTube criticism is very bad. There are mm. good YouTube critics. There Absolutely. are several good YouTube critics mm-hmm. that I watch all the time. But okay. there, are, for every, I I promise I do. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> but for every one good critic, there's literally hundreds of bad YouTube critics. There's out a nostalgia there. critic. And there's, there's mm-hmm. yeah yeah exactly. <laughs> okay nostalgic chick nostalgic crit- crit- critic. Exactly. I'll take the nostalgic chick every day over the nostalgic critic.
3: I don't think I'm guilty of thinking it was going to be something. Well, I mean, sorry for guilty your not.
2: We're here for your trial, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think you mean intervention.
3: But I do <laughs> no, think I was taking Solo too seriously. And I'm not quite sure why I was, but I think I did.
1: I didn't get that sense from you, but
3: yeah. Watching it the yeah, watching it the second time like it just clicked within the first five like minutes that I was like, you know what? Oh, that's what it was because I'm editing that episode and it's all about what Star Wars feels like to you. Ah, and, tune in next week. Yes. <laughs> and for spoiler alert for next week: I said it felt silly. And so when I went in watching Solo and trying to view it as, you know what, Star Wars should feel silly to me. Why am I not enjoying this? And I started watching it, and I'm like, this is really silly. I think I enjoy this. <sighs> what was wrong with me?
2: <laughs> I think Isaac might have said this before. I don't know. But I think it was a mistake in hindsight releasing this movie four months or five months after The Last Jedi. Because yep. The Last Jedi is one of the heaviest Star Wars movies we've ever gotten. And there's a lot of... It's it's dense. There's things in everywhere. I'm trying to remember that Rick McCallum quote. Yep. It's so dense. It's so dense. Every single shot has so many things going on. There you go. But... Internally in that movie, not externally, but um, so low. yeah, getting something that is what low, low, low. So? so low, getting something <laughs> so light and airy after something so heavy is was maybe a mistake. Maybe that's why it didn't get the uh, reaction. I would really
1: rather not get into like a box office thing. Yeah, oh, I mean, no. is, <laughs> do you really? Oh God. Oh, okay. Well, let me <laughs> <clears throat> let's get jasmine and I i's updated yeah. opinions because you did apologize and i did the movie thanks you
3: um,
1: <laughs>
2: Disney thanks you. We'll
1: dare take... i
0: say is it a glitter corner in your thoughts uh, of what is that the fourth it's been a while. is there a jasmine oh, glimmer? jasmine's back in the corners
3: glimmer corner yeah
0: <laughs> so let's get
1: some glimmers here what glimmers. your updated thoughts song. specifically and i'm sorry do you play the song
3: Let's see here. So what did, I, what did I say I not liked about it? I didn't like Beckett. I didn't Correct. like Rio. Mm-hmm. I didn't like Darth Maul. Yeah. I didn't like... What else did I not like? You didn't
1: like... The movie. The and movie. Didn't like yourself, you didn't like L3. Yeah, good golly.
2: <laughs> That's true.
1: You didn't I didn't
3: like what they... I was with you with L3. Oh, I didn't, okay. I didn't like how they treated L3. You
2: didn't... Which
1: is something I agree with Zachary, was that great,
2: with. by the way.
3: And I, I didn't think Alden was super great. Yeah. Going, you did like Lando. I did love Lando. Which is weird, because like I didn't, Lando. you know, on the internet now, I did not realize that people thought Lando was overact- overacting.
0: I've heard that a lot. I've have you? I have not.
2: In the beginning, everyone was like, best
3: How are perform- we on yes.
2: different internets?
1: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Which Twitters are you on? All the worst ones that you guys have muted. I'm still <laughs> right I have, there. Yeah,
2: I've unfollowed Star Wars tw- Twitter pretty much, so it's mainly like movie critic YouTube has been talking about how um, they don't NBA love. Twitter's talking about the same stuff. <laughs> there you go. If you don't like
1: overacting, then Donald Glover is not your guy. Sorry. I, I love Donald Glover. Uh, me too. I'd i
2: would follow Donald Glover into the sun. <laughs> That's nice, if you can say. <laughs> I'm sure he appreciates it.
0: But uh Hit me yeah, up. it was like the what I was hearing from him was I think that Alden Alden's performance was much more I don't want to say understated, just that Lando's Lando had a few lines where to a lot of people it seemed like he was just doing a Lando instead of doing Lando, or doing a Billy D. Williams doing Lando instead of, and also just almost doing like a Colt 45 Billy D. Williams instead of Lando Calrissian, yeah. kind of, he was doing the meme instead of the character.
3: But I see, I didn't think he did a bad job at it. And no. I And I went into the second movie kind of viewing it as that and watching it and being like, all right, Alden is doing, he's playing Han Solo. He's not trying to be, he's not trying to impersonate. He's just trying to play the character, Han Solo, and Lando what people are saying is he's doing an impression. And I went in watching it like that, and it was, I kind of ruined Lando a little bit for me. Uh, um, cause I did notice a few things where it just felt like he was trying yeah. real hard to be Billy D, and it, it falls flat a couple times. But Alden, everything else, though. Alden, however, got better for me. Um, Good. You know, if if I'm just if I just stop taking the movie so seriously, I was taking it so seriously. I stopped exactly, doing that. Mitch
0: get you in Alden right places. <laughs> huh <So>, Huh. <laughs> jokes are flowing.
3: But yeah, Alden Flo-lo. got better. Beckett got a lot better for me the mm. second time. I don't know what it was. There's still a couple lines that really do not like because Ow, my thumbs! That oh, part boy. is the worst part to
0: of the cut. whole
3: movie. I hate so much. The movie.
0: Can I make a Day After Tomorrow comparison really quick? After she's done. Okay. No, I'm just kidding.
3: <laughs> Go
0: ahead. Because <Go> <laughs> j- just before you move on from Beckett, I'll just get my thing on Beckett. I was fine with him for the most part, but I found on the train high sequence, there was a lot of moments where it reminded me of like one of my, for whatever reason, my least favorite performance ever from anyone in any movie is Dennis Quaid from Day, Day After Tomorrow. <laughs> there are just line readings that he has where it, it like it's clearly like he's just reciting them from memory and he can't put anything else behind them. Or, like, he did them in ADR, and he couldn't uh-huh. I- inject any emotion into him being inside of a snowstorm. And I got, like, on the train heist, there were a few times where he was like, Oh, no! I'm Darn. never gonna hear the end of this!
3: Yeah. yeah, that line. That's the one I cannot stand on the train heist. But speaking of the train heist, it also got a lot better for me. Like, I was actually, like, sitting forward in my seat, like, excited, watching the entire train. Just like that, oh, yeah. Isaac. <laughs>
2: if you're at home, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> if you're at home, are you at home? Tell us.
3: <laughs> I don't know. What else? Uh,
2: you loved Chewy. What about? First time. Everyone oh well, yeah, Chewie's everyone, loves you everyone like loved.
0: You didn't like the
1: first chewy. time. What about?
2: What about Mall? Oh Mall.
3: Mall. It wasn't. It wasn't as bad the second time. I still think it's not. So the greatest, but. You,
2: I don't remember, I sort of remember, do you mostly just have a problem with the way Maul looked and sounded, or do you have a problem with Maul being in this movie at all?
3: No, just the way he looked, okay. honestly. Like, I don't, okay. I think it's kind of cool that he's in yeah. the movie, it's just the way he, he looked like kind of, yeah, the execution kind of like took me out of the movie for a little bit, just gotcha. it didn't look like it fit.
2: What about Rio? What about Rio?
3: Rio's interesting.
2: Sure yeah. He he's is. not that bad, right? Like...
3: the. He only gets annoying <laughs> to me now. He only gets annoying to me when, at the at the end of the train heist, when he starts, like, Dying. just saying lines. Oh. <laughs> no, he just, like, saying yes. lines for lines' sake to make jokes to try to be funny, I think. But all before that, I didn't realize the first watch through that he was in the Imperial camp with them and that he was the guy wearing the helmet. I didn't even realize it. Oh. And I realized it the second I see time
2: his, I didn't see his hand the first time. I saw time, that. But I saw, saw that both times,
3: time, but I just it just didn't click for me. Yeah. And I actually found him funny at the beginning in the in the camp. Um I the uh does she have sharp teeth line? That's that still needs cut out to me. That needs cut out. I like, that, I like out. that one. But besides that, I found him a lot more tolerable. The way he says
0: Wookiee, kind of... Wookiee. I found it endearing. Wookie. I found it endearing. He says
1: Wookiee. He does say Wookiee. Uh, he should be ashamed of himself. I guess I'll give my updated thoughts. <laughs> so I did like it a lot more, I would say. The things that I disliked just kind of like calmed down a little bit. Although, I wouldn't say that there was too much that... There wasn't too much that I disliked that I was like, Oh, I was totally off on it. This is great. With the exception of the opening on Corellia... I loved the whole thing this time. I, the car chase was a lot of fun. I don't think it was all that dynamic uh, in it, the way it was shot, but it was just good Star Warsy fun. I think that George Lucas and Ron Howard are kind of similar directors in they some ways. They both love cars. They both love cars, and they're <laughs> both pretty like straightforward how they shoot stuff. The movie. They both love cars in Cars 2 and Cars 3. Yeah. And Star Wars is a
2: lot like cars is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> um cars 2 as a makes callback cars Lightning, two like queen amidala am i seeing a connection here cars 2 makes cars 3 look like cars 1 <laughs> <laughs> that's a tweet i stole
1: sorry. oh no <laughs> i was like that's genius that is genius okay well shout out to whoever said that joke griffin newman that's good it's good stuff it's a good joke <laughs> um oh,
3: i didn't I listen to that so yeah. now i get it
1: so that was all really fantastic the th- and I would agree with Riley that I, I liked Amelia Clark a lot more. I-, I think when you know where her character's going, it's very interesting to watch her post Corellia. And Corellia, I don't love what she's doing there, I gotta say. Like and it's a lot of it's the writing of like, This is enough to get us out of Oh Han, you're the bet you know, it's all this is kind <laughs> yeah. of trite stuff. But her character gets a lot of depth once we get to Dryden Voss's ship, and from there on out she's really interesting
2: uh when you know that Who she becomes, or who she secretly is all along. That's see, I like Dryden a lot. The more I like Dryden more I like Dryden a lot more the second time. I thought he was thought Betany was doing a great job. Yes, he pulls off like he pulls off that kind of crazy, scary like where they can he's gonna hug you in one second, and but then he's just gonna like slit your throat, and like he pulls that off really well. But it make her performance makes more sense when you realize she's not really scared of Dryden Voss. Yeah, she can control Dryden. Yep. But once you find out that this whole movie she's been scared of Mall, that makes way more sense. Oh, it's mm-hmm. her it's performance super cool. makes, makes way more sense. I, I, May- I agree. May-man. nailed it. I remember. <laughs> I, I agree. I'm dead.
1: <laughs> the things that I still, the, there were some things that got worse though, which the, was the train heist. Oh. And I am so sorry to say, but Beckett, mm-hmm. no, you guys are wrong. He sucks. No, and totally I in. In a couple years, you're going to come to me in in private. You won't have the balls to do on the show, but you'll come to me and you'll say, guys, hey, secretly, buddy, I was way off. He does suck. And I also, and I promise this is the last time I'm going to talk about Lost, I just couldn't help but thinking that Josh Holloway would have done a way better job who plays Sawyer on Lost. I understand that basically that's exactly the same character as Sawyer was, and that's why I'm thinking that, but, you know, that's okay. Um, But yeah, overall, I liked it a lot more. And I appreciated the way it was filmed a lot more too. Like there was a lot of just cool things. But I'm gonna save it for when we talk about favorite moments in least favorite Star Wars movies. Uh, Any of y'all seen it in IMAX? No. no. Year. Nope. Tried to, and people ruined my plans. Yeah. What well, people?
0: I was going I don't know if I mentioned it on our initial thoughts episode, but the theater I've saw, I've seen it at all three times is. Badly oh, lit. Oh yeah, you. And I've seen so cinema- this
1: complaint from a lot of people.
0: The cinematography, I guess, when it's seen like in its purest form, is supposed to be really, really good. I can, I can see where where they're going with it because, especially on Corellia, when they're in like Lady Proxima's lair, like it's, it's yeah, just it's all very dark. And very, it's just, just dark blue. and blue. Yeah, I, I'm sure that when you get to see it on Blu-ray at home, see, that's what I'm hoping it was. One great. of the
3: big complaints I've heard about this movie is that it's not well lit and it's just dark the whole time and you can't see things yeah, that are happening. I've heard, some movie some we, problem.
1: I've heard complete opposite opinions on this. I've heard it's too dark I or, think or it that it's beautiful. On the theater. It's like an opinion hmm. on like Zack Snyder visuals. Like, no, it's too dark.
2: No, it's beautiful. But uh, what I've also heard from this one is that it is. You are the one who says it's beautiful and that's the voice you made. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what I sound like. <laughs> I have heard, though, that this is, like, it really depends on the theater you get. That's what I have heard. the yeah. theater here in town, I, I, I'm going to guess that it's not a very That good was another one.
1: thing the second time I saw it was I yeah. saw it, I intentionally went to a theater where I know that they do a good job with their actual projections, and Yeah, it looked way better, and it sounded way better.
0: It's hard the to find a good
1: theater bad, these dude. days, I gotta say. It is. Because I
0: find the one here in town... The firstiest of world problems. ...was a little quiet for me. <laughs> yeah, it's it... way too quiet here. And well, the one, every movie that was is my so problem. quiet. The first, that was when we
2: saw The Last
1: we Jedi. We saw The Last Jedi.
0: Yeah, the, Jedi. Every movie here is so quiet. Like, the main theater at the theater in my town is way too loud. Mm. Like, it's almost like... It's almost upsetting, like, sometimes when Chewie roars. Like, when Lady Proxima, <laughs> like, it was like... Bah! And, like, it it, it, it like, like, it pierces your ears. Yeah, yeah, like, I almost couldn't handle it. See, the first
3: time I saw it, I saw it up in Pickerington, and... We sat in the very top back row.
0: That's not a great
3: spot. So yeah, there movie. was no other spots, and they didn't like dim the lights all the way. So oh, it wasn't. Like, it, it was mm. like I wasn't watching a movie. Like uh, experiencing it. That's the worst it. thing ever. I've had that I, happen yeah. before.
2: Where do you go? It's a good theater.
1: Um, I go. I, Easton has a very good. They're they're D box theater. Is like amazing and it looks and sounds great. That's more like your chair rumbles along with yeah. the movie. And it's amazing. But other than that,
2: the Dublin AMC is really good. That's where I went to see it the second time. Next time a movie comes out that I really want to see, I need to go see it. It's so easy to just go see one here because it's we five need, minutes away. We but... need to see it. We'll
1: intentionally, like when episode nine comes out, we'll go to Easton. We'll see it in the D Box theaters because okay. I saw Black Panther there. And I know part of the reason why I love that movie because it was just the best theater experience I've ever yeah. had. Like it looked and sounded so good. Yeah. Anyway, um, guys. So anyway, Rio. I want to talk about. Oh god. <laughs> I, oh yeah, Rio still is an insulting pile of trash, and I hate that he's in there.'s the movie. one line that I really
2: don't like, and it's the Minock line. Yeah, that, that one. That line. Funny. You've never been to a Minock party on Boobly Boo. It's crazy. That you one. Know,
3: it's nuts. It's nuts. That's what it, was.
2: it reminded me of. Are there nuts um, in Star Wars? <laughs> this is <laughs> there it is. This is going to be so on brand for me. You won't believe it, but okay. It reminded me of a prequel line. Sure, it did. Because in like a New Hope and in like Return, are you going to say that business on Caden and th- Yes, it reminded me of that line. Or when they're um, going up the, the elevator, the elevator, and talking about gun darks and stuff like that. I Those are like, that. but the references that they did in a New Hope and and the the OT are things like the Kessel Run, which maybe it's just nostalgia, but those work for me, or uh Lando and the Battle of Tanab and stuff like that. Those are throwaway lines that work for me. Whereas the prequel throwaway lines just were just kind of like that doesn't, when, that doesn't really work fit. And Rio's line about the minox does not fit either. I'm gonna, I'm gonna back you up on that. Was it like a minok roast or something? Yeah, something stupid. Very bad. When
1: those when Star Warsy words are used for humor, it insults my brain—it's terrible because it's like, isn't it funny that we're saying this like alien stuff? You don't even know what we're saying. It's Star Trek. <laughs> it sounds crazy. It's Star Trekky, which I love Star Trek, but that's when what Star Trek when somebody says. says like, or like when you know when Finn they're running through the rafter thing, like you never heard of the massacre of blah, blah blah blah. Yeah. Good. You know that's okay because it yeah. gives you like some kind of backstory, or it just sounds like oh, this is a thing that happened. But when they try to make humor out of it, it sucks. This is yeah. one thing that I did not. I'm. We are all on record of loving aftermath. This is something that I that Chuck Wendig does a You're lot. with like with both. What's that? You're on record
2: with hating it and on record <laughs> yeah. with loving it.
1: That's true. I, I really turned a, a square <laughs> on that one. I, I thought it was amazing. Uh, but any like a lot of the humor was based on ah oh, oh Sarlax. This is the worst. And yeah. it was just like okay, mm-hmm. we get it. It's Star Wars. <laughs> um yeah no Rio is is, is shamefully bad. And I want to talk about he's totally fine. The, no, we're going to leave it there. It is bad. And uh, <laughs> I, I want to talk about the production of the movie. Do you feel the strain in the final product? Do you feel like the tug of war between two different directors' visions or does it all work for you? Because there's something like Justice League, which is so, you can so like horribly feel this is a Joss Whedon scene, this is a Zack Snyder scene, and the end result is a complete disastrous mess. This movie is definitely better than that, but I still felt like Maybe it all visually looked the same, but there was a tone thing or something. I can't quite put my finger on it.
0: I know for me, I, I didn't notice this until I heard it. I don't know where I heard it, but now I notice it, is I think in the, the haste of the reshoots, I don't know if things got scaled down or why this choice was made, because you just assume a Star Wars movie has all the money in the world, in the world at once. But when we actually went to the Spice Mines of Kessel, that seems like one it's it's always been one of those places that's like inspired wonder because we we've, we've been thinking about it for 40 years and when we finally went there the sets felt kind of small for star wars like i don't want to say b movie but like it's almost like it it looks like a set from like the days of practical effects when you couldn't use cgi to augment the sets especially when you're going into the mines even when you're outside of it you just have like where they docked and like kind of like a the face of the little mountain that went into the, the mine. You're talking
1: about the, like, the President Mountain. Like, the... With all the
2: faces on it.
0: Yeah. Okay. All four. All four. Yeah. Yep. Faces of Presidents. Good. Good. <laughs> so, <Wow>. glad I <laughs> <South> <laughs> no, I there. I totally
2: see where you're coming from. It does feel very small. See, Kessel that, feels small. That's I, I like. still love the Kessel scene, like- but it feels Kessel small. was all good, Ooh. and I thought that the fact that it was small scale and felt...
1: Old and B movie ish, like it. That mm. was the thing that felt the most George Lucas Star Warsy about the whole movie. Like it really. If you were like, oh, actually, they shot this back in nineteen seventy seven. I'd be like, oh, I believe <laughs> you. Yeah. That sounds. That looks great.
0: But th- that may be just just something like you're, you. You kind of see what you want to see. Like if you do want to find things that kind of give evidence to this was rushed and this isn't what it was supposed to be. That kind of feels like something where I don't know. It just going small isn't a very deliberate choice these days it seems like and so for a star wars movie to go to a place like that and for it to be so small i didn't care like it was still a good scene but you would think they might have done more maybe i don't know that's that's really only the place though because i heard people talk about like corellia felt a little bit more like snappy and quippy, whatever felt more lord and miller but really
3: uh, was the only place that i felt it felt smaller than i think it should have to me
1: that's interesting because I but, think that's I think that for sure is the one thing I think we know this to be true like that's the one thing remaining from their shooting sessions stuff. because that was like when all the first behind the scenes stuff got released it was all them shooting the car chase and stuff mm-hmm. on Corellia and the joke of Lady Proxima and Han has a rock that he goes like tch, tch, and like like <laughs> yeah. like you just arm a rock like that is exactly Great what I was expecting moment. the Lord and Miller thing to be right and it honestly makes me think that I probably would have liked their movie a lot better because <laughs> if it would have been. Like the opening on Crowley the entire time, I would have. Zero I did think problems. that
3: the first, the second time I watched it back, the first like fifteen minutes I really enjoyed a lot more, yeah. and it almost does. It feels a little bit different, I think, than the rest of the movie. I would agree. Can I give a hot take
0: real quick? Let's uh, do, put on our oven mitts. I do wonder why Lord Miller got fired because it seemed the reason, one of the reasons they got fired, was because they weren't treating this Golden Kadan script with enough reverence and I felt that, like, the script of the movie maybe didn't necessitate you have to shoot this word for word because did you guys hear the story that... The thing that I sent you to watch? Maybe it was in there? I don't know. But (laughs) I've seen it other places, too, that when Ron Howard came on, they still did not have the villain at the end of the movie finalized. Like, Maul was an idea they came up (laughs) with (laughs) by the time... Ron Howard got there, so that's true. That's Ron has said that, and the and um, is it
1: John Kasdan? Is he the son? Yeah. Okay. For the one thing that was interesting, because uh, Ryan Johnson hosted an interview with Lawrence and John Kasdan, which is really really great, and they went surprisingly, um, they were very candid about the whole production process and the way it went down. Although they were not specific as to why Lord Miller got fired, but it was interesting to hear, like I this was more John's thing after a while than Lawrence's thing. Like, it was his initial idea, Lawrence Kasdan, but it it did seem like maybe he didn't get along great. They've been working on this script
2: since, like, Force Awakens. Since
1: before the Disney sale. Yeah. So, and everything that John Kasdan said was they were working hand-in-hand with Lord Miller to make their vision work. They had been, like, they were always on set, like, working with them to get things figured out. They had, like, sessions of just like brainstorming what it sounded like was lord miller were not on pace they were really into like experimenting and improving and doing things that were from maybe the company's point of view like wasting a bunch of money like hey why are you still messing around with this like get what you need to shoot and, and get out of there this costs a gajillion dollars to make and it almost sounds more like it was a
0: money thing than like a studio, than like a vision thing. Yeah, and that's like now that's kind of the thing now of it ended up costing like a bunch more money to all like seventy to eighty percent start the production all over again by bringing Ron Howard in and like the 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 rushed marketing and once again like what if it. it what really would have been a tragedy, wouldn't it, if we would have had to wait six more months after the most divisive movie <laughs> in Star Wars history to kind of get our bearings again and get excited for an, another Star Wars movie? That's kind of why I didn't understand why, they did,
1: why Disney didn't learn any lessons from Justice League, because clearly what that movie needed to do was take to time. get some distance from Batman v Superman, yeah. take time to finish all the f- effects so that it looked and sounded like a big, like, budget movie should. So it looked like you didn't have a mustache. Right, yeah, and (laughs) they didn't, or just anything, like, any of the CGI looked finished. Yeah. And they didn't do that. They still kind of did the exact same thing that Warner Brothers did, which is never the way that you should try to copy (laughs) business models. Like, hey, they they switched directors and still pushed the movie out on a really rigid release date. That worked out great for them. Let's do the same thing. Yeah, Not that, and, and, and I think Solo is pretty great, but it, I... I still don't think it's up to this typical Star Wars standard. Me personally, Jacob Kreitz the one talking. <laughs> um, so overall, though, it feels like a pretty cohesive project.
2: Rio, to me, I think I said this in the Discord, but Rio stands out to me as an artifact left over from Lord Miller. Because as much as I think he's totally fine, I don't love him. Yeah. I think he's. I think he's fine. But he definitely feels like he's in a different movie.
1: L3 was their big thing, too. Like, they really yeah. wanted L3 in the movie. Um, that was something they really pushed for that was not in the original script. And one thing that was interesting, though, is that Lawrence Kasdan's original script didn't have a lot of Lando in it. <laughs> and it was John Kasdan that was like, no, 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 you got to have Lando. So it just I seemed think like...
2: once It seemed like Lawrence
1: know. Kasdan had a vision for it, and then he brought his son in to help work on it. And he had a totally different vision. Well, and then they brought in Lord
2: Miller. Yeah, because Lawrence was working on it. Disney made the sale. And he had to write The Force Awakens. That's why he brought So him. that's when he brought John in. And then John kind of took the reins on the solo script for the majority of it. Mm-hmm. Because it's, John was working on uh, something bigger.
0: <laughs> it's funny because I, I definitely get the vibe from watching that interview you sent, Jake. And also just everything else. That by the end of the project, it seemed like John Kasdan was much more passionate about this project than Lawrence Kasdan was. And from all reports, it seems that Lord Miller and Lawrence Kasdan, that kind of clashing of minds is what hastened their departure. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of funny that by the end, like, Lawrence Kasdan, I mean, he probably cared about it. I don't know. It's just like an odd dynamic and... a lot of odd choices that we only have gotten little breadcrumbs of, and so we're probably never going to know the whole story. But the information we've gotten doesn't seem to, to bear out in a very logical way as to why everything happened the way it did, and why they insisted that May 25th, 2018
2: was the date this was coming out. It's going to go the way of Rogue One, where we're never going
0: to truly know what happened on the Rogue
2: One set. Well,
1: man. we know Tony
0: Gilroy is the smartest man alive, and he saved the
1: Star Wars universe <laughs> If you listened to him, he did. I listened to the interview he did on that really douchey writer show. There was like this podcast of some writer that no one's ever heard of. So he started a podcast and got his famous friends on so people would care about him. And I don't know why I'm really taking this guy to task. I don't remember his name. But he has on like really famous writers like John Grisham and, you know, uh, Tony Gilroy. Mm -hmm. I listened to it and Tony Gilroy really thinks he's hot stuff and really thinks he saved the movie and that it was a complete disaster before he came along. Yeah. But it did sound like that movie was a nightmare that couldn't have been released the way it was, which is, I don't know how much of that is true.
2: Yeah. I, I heard that um, with, uh, why can't I think of the other? Director- Gareth Edwards. Gareth Edwards. There, There's a couple options when a movie studio wants to change things like that because of the, the guild, the director's guild. You can either fire the person outright or you can bring someone else in and that director has to be there every day while the other person is doing their stuff and give their input, but they have to be there and their name has to be on it at the end. Yep. Otherwise, you have to fire the person. So um, I think with Gareth Edwards, he was fine with someone coming in and his name staying attached to it. And yeah, and- but, but Lord Miller seemed like they didn't want their names attached. I, I think that they would have done the same thing and kept their names on it and brought someone in, probably not Ron Howard, But brought someone smaller in to finish the movie, and their names would have stayed on it. But they chose the other option, which is, sorry, we have to fire you. Yeah. It's, and and, you know, this is why I
1: think it's important to remember that, like, Kathleen Kennedy is the brains of the operation. Like, she is the new George Lucas. And, Mm -hmm. you know, didn't they... Like, wasn't Return of the Jedi, that was probably the most troubled production of all of them. Yeah. I mean, they all were the same kind thing of kind disasters of that when... almost didn't get released. But... I think
0: George kind of came in and did the majority of, yeah, like, of the Yeah, like, it Jedi. wasn't really working with Richard Mark Wan and yeah. George Lucas had to come in and do a lot of the yeah. work. I was going say, George didn't plan on... He kind of planned on doing the Empire role again, but he came in and had to, like, edit the whole thing himself. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, uh, it's not like this is
1: some new problem, but it's just interesting uh, that Star Wars... It's kind of its legacy, with this, the, the exception of the prequels where George had ultimate control and you know, everyone wanted him gone. I thought that he was ruining Star Wars. And now that he's gone, everyone's like, know, You know what so was the ridiculous. mistake was getting rid of George. I know Lucas. people are ridiculous. That guy we loved even though we <laughs> even
0: though we hated him and we chased him. Absolutely from Star Wars. drove him away from it because how mean we were. <laughs> you
3: know, hindsight. Well, the fans haven't changed. <laughs> no,
0: they really haven't. No. Nope. Well, you got one more uh, Star Wars person off of Twitter. Good job. Yeah, congratulations, Her Instagram fans. Yeah um um what i was gonna say though was it's hindsight being 2020 it's interesting if you had to like give the truth serum to every lucasfilm high up like (laughs) from like bob Iger (laughs) to kathleen kennedy to the the story group of was it worth it to perform all this upheaval because what you ended up because i think the thing with rogue one they almost tried to like do the same thing over again well, because Force Awakens had the troubled production, it's like the, the highest grossing movie in the U.S. box office. Mm-hmm. Rogue One has a troubled production. It makes a billion and a half dollars, and it's largely received well. And then Last Jedi happened, but in this still made over a billion dollars. Yeah. So for this movie, they're like, we're just going to try the same thing we've been doing again because we don't exactly have a strategy yet. And if they had just let Lord and Miller do their thing, and what if you did have to delay it six more months, what did you have yielded a, a drastically different product than what you got from this, which was a movie came out six months after Last Jedi that everyone was like, "That's pretty good." Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's
1: um. One thing I was interesting to learn is that it was Ron Howard who really pushed for Maul to be in the movie. Like it was
2: his thing. Like I really want Darth Maul to he, be the guy at the top. A lot of people don't know this, but Ron Howard started the Maul fan page in 1999. Is that The true? website, yeah. No, it's not true. <laughs> <laughs> you really like sold it. It was funny. <laughs> and Ron
1: Howard's a complete weirdo I don't know what he does
0: <laughs> <laughs> he didn't <laughs>
1: nah. yeah he didn't Um. so I don't know do we have anything left to say about Solo for some reason we got negative and, and weird again I, I,
2: but no, we, I think we all are really on board with the we all enjoyed point.
1: the movie more was there anything like I don't know what, what's everyone's favorite part of the movie just to end on a
0: super positive Han
3: and Chewie they're meeting that's still my favorite. Yeah, that's the good part. That's
0: the best. It's hard to top that part. I well, know. I guess we can end the show.
3: There you go. <laughs> it's going to be and, all of my favorite. Part.
0: You know my favorite part is? The one that gives me the most, like, there there weren't many, once again, this was the funnest of the new Star Wars movies, so there weren't as many, like, goosebump, like, high emotion moments. But the one for me is um when Enfist Nest offers, like, Han to, like, join the Rebellion. Like, when you, when you figure out that these are like the beginnings of yeah it's yeah. like the spark for the rebellion <laughs> and han inadvertently gives 40 million credits to the the rebellion to begin so right yeah, yeah. He's, he's basically a ground floor investor He funds the
1: rebellion <laughs> single-handedly <laughs> that's funny because that's something i did not like i didn't mention it on the last podcast we did but wow. what i didn't okay so that's all that's all good i like that but what i don't like is emphasis being you should join the rebellion he mm-hmm. goes
2: not at my thing and she says well maybe
1: someday and you're like oh because he does one day that's very <laughs> clever and i don't like that kind of thing
2: uh i will say i will always remember the moment in theaters the first time i the most joy i felt watching this movie for the first time was when i don't know if it's my favorite moment but was when lady Proxima comes out of the water <laughs> yeah that moment was just so perfect and i think yeah. that was the moment that really we got me on board with this movie just immediately because I'm like, that was so much fun when she just pops out of the water.
1: Yasmin.
3: I thought I went first. She did. Did you?
0: <laughs> did you really? Oh, you said Han and Chewie. It was Han just so I fast. Will, I will expand. Men not will listening expand. to women, the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what?
3: My favorite part of the Han and Chewie scene is when Han starts speaking Chewie oh, I good. I love that because I almost forget that like, it's a common thing. We know that he can speak a little bit of it. Yeah. And yeah. he never does it. And I, like, I, that's probably my best, like, laugh out loud, that feel funny, funny, feel good moment. You
1: know? Oh, I was going to give my favorite part. Oh, sure. My favorite part is the Kessel run, which, when I saw it the second time, I was just grinning ear to ear, like, edge of my seat the entire time. It, like, I think being able to hear and see it better really had a lot mm. to do with how yeah. I enjoyed the movie. And huh. it's so thrilling front to back from the moment they land on Kessel and it's just kind of like this long con is that's all wonderful how their whole plan goes awry and a rebellion of droids starts that's all great even though I don't love what it did to L3 the emotion that Mm -hmm. Lando has is great and the entire Falcon scene is one of the best scenes in all of Star Wars I think but the thing that I loved more than anything was probably I did like him using his landing gear to skid across the planet and throw off the TIE fighters but I also really loved when he has to, like, thread the needle of the final, like, bit of the of the mouth from that they're going through. And uh, he says, remember that time I did this back in Corelli? She's like, yeah, I remember it didn't work. He said, well, this time it's gonna. That was the most, like, Han Solo line of the movie. Yeah. In a movie that I was hoping would have more, like, classic Han Solo lines. But that one that one was pretty good. I
0: was gonna say what I was going to say was my favorite moment of the movie, because kind of going off, dovetailing off that, kind of, like, moments that have been built up in, like, the original trilogy over the years that we finally got to see on screen. My favorite one of those was how they handled the card game that switched the Millennium Falcon over. I want to the, change my moment to that. Well, I was <laughs> going to because watching the movie, that's one of those upon rewatch, seeing how they handle that, of, like, the, the head fake game at the beginning where you think this is where it happens, but it doesn't. But then that kind of, it's almost like an epilogue where they go to... And, you know, like, I, I think I caught... Um, that subtropical moon that Lando said he won in a Sabacc game I think that's, that's gotta be what it be is it. Yeah. is a subtropical st- the one that they end up in the last scene yeah, yeah, yeah subtropical yeah. moon and um, so yeah when he wins it there and it's funny too because like it's another like corny line like kind of telegraphing when Han's like Fair and square, buddy, fair and square. (laughs) Like, I I heard him say that, and it made me grin. I was like, you know what? Hey, I won that fair and square. Yeah, I was like, you know what? You did it good. I'm glad I got to see that on screen.
1: (laughs) That's I love both card games were fantastic. I love that Lando was a cheater. That just felt super in character. So right. And the fact that Han had to cheat the cheater to win was also wonderfully in character. The line that I missed, it's so on the nose, I don't know how I missed it, is, and it's also one of the funniest scenes of the movie where... Han just like puts his arm around Lando's back when they've made it to whatever, Sand Planet. And they look, he's like, all right, we got here safely. And we're looking at the falcon, and it's now the completely broken down, disheveled falcon that we know it to be. And Lando says, I hate you. And Han says, I know. Yeah, that's I good. didn't pick up on the I love you, I that's know. It. That's good. No
2: inversion. That's it's good. there. It's okay. very good. It's there. Uh, I will say one thing I noticed out of the, my favorite moment from the trailer was not in the movie. Yeah, we're fine. Is that it? No, no that was not my there. favorite part of the trailer. That my was not in the movie though. It wasn't. Um when he's talking to Kira on Dryden's ship when they first meet and she goes, "I'm the only person who knows what you really are," or something like uh-huh. that. In the trailer, it hangs on him for about 3 seconds and he goes, "What's that?" And then mm-hmm. he like you see him swallow. Because he realizes like that that she's right. He like gulps. He's like, what's that? And then like, he's like real smarmy. And then all of a sudden, like one second later, he's like, because he yeah. knows, <laughs> he knows that she knows. swallow. Thank you. <laughs> but that, but it cuts in the movie before he does that. All it is in the movie is he says, what's that? And, and then it, it cuts back to her. I noticed that too, because I always
1: thought that was my favorite line reading of his in yeah. the, in the trailer. And <laughs> I don't know.
2: I just don't know why that got edited down in the, in the movie, but.
3: I'll have to watch that because I don't remember that from the trailer.
2: I also want to say that just like, and I love that we're still
1: finding good things to talk about. I think the biggest strength of this movie, other people have probably brought this up, but I don't listen to other Star Wars podcasts. Neither should you. Um, (laughs) 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 Totally kidding. I actually listen to Blast Points, and their analysis is very good. Uh, But the fact that this movie was not this gigantic battle to save the world at the end. Mm. And they didn't turn it into that. Like, I was kind of worried that Castle was going to be the end of the movie. And I was like, oh, they kind of turned it into another, like, big explosion-y battle. It was just a bunch of them standing in a guy's office (laughs) in this really, like, the gun gets dropped, and they're trying to scramble for it, and it, there's double
2: crossing. It was just very small scale. It was nice that the mm-hmm. ending was very small, and like the only stakes were whether or not Han and Chewie would live. It was but like a Western. That, yeah. was, that was it. Yeah. It was a
0: Western. A spaghetti Western. You know what people love saying spaghetti Western? I don't like spaghetti. Sure do. Hot
2: take. The meal. I don't like Why
1: spaghetti. Why do they call
0: it spaghetti Western? Spaghetti's are not in Italy. Or... I think
2: because like a whip
1: is a lot like a spaghetti doodle.
0: Well, that explains it, because otherwise, <laughs> there's nothing Italian <laughs> about the American doodle. West. At least it's spaghetti doodle. Doodle? That's what I thought you said. I like that better. Spaghetti doodle. It's better. than... It's the spaghetti doodle. I don't know. Just in my head, the American West and Italy are the most diametrically opposed cultures <laughs> in the my- <laughs> You know what's
2: weird to think about is that there was like less time separating pirates and cowboys than there is separating us and cowboys. Like pirates That's and cowboys were like closer in. Do you think history. any of them were friends? Probably.
0: <laughs> we anyway. were playing pirates and cowboys on the playground. <laughs> yeah, was my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Well guys, uh we've <laughs> talked about
1: a lot of things. Uh we've contacted Lucasfilm due to Chuck Wendig's disturbing remarks about
2: fans oh, and gosh. gosh. <laughs> terrible that fans are so stupid, all of us. What would Chuck Wendig buy at Walmart?
1: Constable Zuvios. Uh I did feel weird that we had a bit on our show that was hashtag Chuck Wendig. The like day the after that, that
2: had, yeah, that we controversy
1: happened. started, and we of course we recorded it like a month. Ahead yeah, we're profits. Anyway, what are you gonna do? Hey, you know what? And we profit
0: off of nothing because we make no money off the show. Make but zero money profit. And you didn't even know it. Rate and review us on
1: iTunes. <laughs> it's been a little too long since we've yeah, had that's a rating.
0: True. I was about to say, we've been stuck at that 27 number for way too long. It's like a weird owl song over here. Much agreed. We're stuck at the age that
1: I'm not. I'm not 27. I'm 26. I almost forgot. Wow. You're about to be stuck there for a year, buddy. How's that make you feel? It's slamming the door. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, written reviews on iTunes. Tweet us at Grandmoft Email us at Grandmoft And, guys, say your favorite yeah, yeah. line from Solo
2: will go around a circle,
1: starting with. Uh, Riley, why?
2: Because <laughs> um, I'm going in the order of the show. No, w- just do the outro, and we'll say our favorite line for the outro. Okay,
1: this has been delicately created long-form discussion of the International beloved Star Wars saga. Taylor's modern vernacular, you lovingly and weekly answers for the questions via you- soothing voices of your hosts, Riley. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Great
3: line
1: from Chewie. Jasmine.
3: My thumbs. <laughs>
1: Jake, well, this time it's gonna. And Isaac. I'm Han Solo, and this is my story. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we it is a lawless time. We didn't, oh, that is my favorite line. It is a lawless time. That's Very such good. a good one. The
1: best part is how they hype up Lady Proxima
2: in the opening. I know, crawl. and then she's, <laughs> gone, she's gone immediately. She's a worm in a pool. But then also, I just love that they are killing it with the intro of all these movies. Like the first line in the oh, crawls and even in this one that continues that trend of they're all great. Luke Skywalker has vanished is the
0: best one of the all The first
1: time. order reigns. Also we can
0: reign. rate first sentences of crawls for an for an episode. Let's do it next episode. Okay. okay. Thanks guys. Bye. Bye. Looking like after me. It's Luke Skywalker.
2: Welcome to the show!
1: <laughs> Hard to say what you've heard so far, if anything, but... Um,
2: Will Roku Depot say the editing was excellent this week? it
3: <laughs> <laughs> be better. Slim chance.
2: I'm, that makes me feel so good every time he says excellent.
3: Makes you feel good I for haven't you. looked at him recently. How's he like the podcast?
2: Uh, last one got he an excellent like audio quality and excellent yeah. editing rating. I didn't nice. look at anything else.
1: I gotta say, you know...
2: Objectively, we're the best Star Wars podcast. Yes.
1: <laughs> Objectively, we've got the data now. Objectively, I don't object.
3: Oh.
1: <laughs> I don't know why, Your Honor. Everything is weird, but we're gonna figure it out. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> Zero usable minutes of grammar talking. This is so bad. <laughs> I
2: could not. I almost put us on Discord today to do like a live stream, and I'm so glad I haven't yet. We yeah, got, we're getting all this out <laughs> right
3: now. That's fair. We're,
1: this, stuff, like, stuff. New Yoshi game More stuff. You can like, it's like a 2D plane, but you can flip it. Oh, that's so, cool. Like, you can see the other side of the 2D plane. Like Fez. And yeah, it's kind of like that. And the there's all these like leaks pre E3 and on <laughs> <Pre-3. laughs> the pre three. The pre three. The name <laughs> on there is Yoshi's Flipping Island, which I really hope is the to title. Oh, that is
2: so great. Yoshi's Flipping Island. That yeah. would be so great. I hope it's Yoshi's I hope Flipping it's Island.
0: That. I think we can make it a thing to start calling all 2D games Fruities. Like, hey, let's play a 2D Fruity. <laughs> yeah, let's try,
2: we'll let's try and make that happen. Let's try and make that happen.
0: Oh, boy.
2: Let's try and make that happen. Solo, but... <laughs> I hosted the last solo, so someone else can do it. I can host it. Okay. Hostess. Hostess with the silence.
1: I don't
2: know why that was funny. <laughs> Welcome to Grandma talking. That wasn't enough silence. I'm sorry. We were laughing the whole time and I could hear it all.
3: <laughs>
1: okay. They ought not apply. Well, ah, I caught it, buddy. I liked
2: it. <laughs> I figured you got it. Yeah, I haven't had lunch yet. I'm Garnabes. sorry. Oh, man. I would have, oh, no. If I would have known, it's I, I would have put it in order. I'm sorry. That sucks. Do you want some fries?
1: Yes. I got a four for four away here. So. I was gonna get food in we here, but I was already running late and I felt bad. Oh, yeah. Um, here, have some of my fries. What'd you get?
0: Uh,
2: I got Arby's, um, I love Arby's. chicken. Which flavor fries. of Arby's? <laughs> I got chicken.
0: Oh, oh. Well,
2: that uh, Arby's hit is, hit is slow as butt. Because I hit it last time I was here
1: and it was terrible.
2: Yeah, Arby's isn't the best, but I love it. Arby's (laughs) is
1: like my favorite fast food place. Arby's fries are so good. I'll tell you what, like anybody else wants fries. A
0: beef and cheddar on a day when you're like hungry and mildly depressed is (laughs) (laughs) it hits you right in the kisser. I love it. So most days. Who (laughs) needs
3: (laughs) well (laughs) beef when you have? Thank you, Arby's, for sponsoring
2: the show.